Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome to yet another episode another new season new material new content and I'm um, so glad today to have um, a wonderful friend a wonderful brother we've known each other for years and years and uh, I am so excited to introduce to you John and in today's episode ladies and gentlemen we are going to tackle or rather discuss a conversation about religious challenges this is in reference to when you go abroad and you are brought up in a very strict cultural upbringing that is religious and you come into this new society you're like um what because then you don't have a chance to practice your own uh, beliefs for example you find new cultural norms in your new home your new place what do you do so in today's episode i decided to welcome my friend john my brother john to talk to us about this topic religious challenges abroad so welcome john how are you doing today bro <laughs> i'm doing real good i'm doing real good uh, thank you for having me today oh you're I welcome the word today mm-hmm. yeah Wonderful. So um, I want to ask you a quick question um, mm-hmm. that one of my friends asked me a while ago. Um, yeah. What is it about reading the word? What is it about the Bible? Because today's conversation is in reference to Christianity. So tell me, reading the word, is it yeah, living in itself or indulge me? The word is living in itself by itself. Mm-hmm. And uh, reading the word brings a new person in you. Mm-hmm. It gives you some light to, to life. Mm-hmm. And um, there's a time Jesus said, I am, I'm, I am the truth and the way, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So the word of God is the truth. Mm-hmm. And we are here. And when God speaks, we have to listen to what he says mm-hmm. in, each, in each day and it in each life. Yeah. So at this time, I can say that uh, back at home, we were used to reading our, the word, whichever, which, whichever religion that you are. Yeah. As me as a Christian, I used to read the word on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. But uh, when I came into America, we had some challenge of time to come and read the word or share the word with someone, some mm-hmm. friends. So we have to check on ourselves, like, do we have time to read the word or do we have time to indulge with God and have a communication with God? Yeah. Like reading the word and uh, hearing what God says, saying about you today. Mm -hmm. And what are are some of those challenges that makes people like you and myself and other people not have that time to read the word? Is it the hassle? Is it the... uh, the relaxation of I'm not at home. So, I mean, I could just live life according to my own rules. What is it? Um, you know, there's a part in this, you know, in our book of, uh, in our Christian book, the Bible, it says, mm-hmm. it says the body is willing. The heart is willing. Yeah. The heart mm-hmm. of the soul is willing. Yeah. But the body is weak. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So sometimes we are like, we want to read it. Yes, we want to read the word. Mm-hmm. But our body is kind of weak. 
Yeah. We have no, we, we are tired. We are used to like reading this world. So we, it's like we have known this world for a very long time, but we can't let it speak to ourselves each day. Even if you have read it a time and time and time and time, yeah. the word of God is new each day. Wow. Wow, that's wonderful. And um, how does that connect to being satisfied? Does that mean that now that we cannot have time to read the word, uh, we are satisfied with the blessings of God or we have achieved what God hath sendeth to us this far? No, uh, being satisfied is uh, the new norm of our life in America. Yeah. <laughs> Let me say that. Because... Yeah. Uh, in our local language, we say to Mefika. Hey, kabisa. Mm-hmm. And uh, we used to pray to God that, uh, please God, open my doors, open my ways, mm-hmm. uplift me, take me to another level, take yeah. me to a certain certain place that I am dreaming of, where mm-hmm. I can have a good life. Right? Because I remember even when we were in high school, when we used to have these weekend challenges, like a whole yeah. weekend of praise and worship. Uh-huh. Wow. That's when you would see like almost the whole school was saved, you know. Everybody was so vulnerable to God. Yeah, I remember yeah. those very well. <laughs> so when when you have these thoughts, like when you are like a literally, when you are like, God, I pray that one day I need to go to a certain place. Mm-hmm. God, I need you to take me to a certain place. Mm-hmm. Then your prayers have been answered. Mm-hmm. You get me? I got you. Now, you have no business now. In when you are satisfied to the prayers that being your prayers being answered, mm-hmm. we have created a norm now. Like we have nothing else to do with God. Yeah, He has given me what I really desired. Mm-hmm. He has just blessed me what I wanted. Mm-hmm. So you see yourself as you have arrived. Ah. There's nothing else that you need from God. Mm-hmm. You have no business with God. Mm-hmm. So you have no time for? For God. God. You have no time to read the word. Yeah. You see? Mm -hmm. So if you have no time for God and you have no time to read the word, how do you expect to grow? It's definitely not possible. And how do you expect to stay in your religion Mm -hmm. or your religious way? You have no time to read the word. You have no time to God. Yeah. Already you have arrived to the destination you wanted as a person. Mm-hmm. But God is saying, but God is always saying, follow me. I am taking you somewhere else. But you yourself, your your thoughts have been covered. You can't see far. Yeah, you're blinded by the presence and the, yeah. the fruits of life. Huh? There's a word of God that says, I was reading it the other day, mm-hmm. that says, they can they can hear. But they can see, they can't see, mm-hmm. yet they have the eyes. But mm-hmm. they can they, are, they can they can't also hear and they have the ears. Wow. Their heart is clouded. Unless they hear from the heart. Mm-hmm. I might meet, I might quote the, the word differently, because mm-hmm. I can't remember it well. But it goes to that line in the book of Matthew. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow, that is so and, cool. But the underlining word of that point was unless they perceive in their hearts. Their hearts. Yeah. And what would you tell somebody who 
would give an excuse like, you know, churches in this society are different from home. You know, sometimes you have shifts to work and all that, getting tired. I mean, is that just excuses or are they like legit challenges that you've also experienced? I can't like, say because the, in, when I say I like say uh, when I say churches are different here, I would be like mm-hmm. mentioning somebody would say, oh, well, I'm a Protestant and I'm just living in a society where we have, uh, let's say, Mormons or Jehovah Witness or uh, Catholics. And I'm like, I can't I don't feel like going there. Another person would say I'm a Seventh Day Adventist. I go to an and then there's just a society around them where it is only a Baptist church. So is denomination an excuse to make somebody not uh, indulge in their own cultural religious practices? Uh, I can say denomination is not an excuse. Mm-hmm. As long as they are teaching about God. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. If they are teaching about the true God, yeah. then go there and hear the word of God and share with the other people because mm-hmm. in the in when we share the testimonies of what God has done for us is mm-hmm. when we encourage each other in faith. Mm-hmm. You get me? I get you. So right now, let me tell you, we used to face hard time in our uh, back at home, right? Oh wow, <laughs> that's but a story for another God. day. <laughs> we, we, were devoted. we were devoted. We were devoted. Right now, you have everything. Let mm-hmm. me say that. Mm-hmm. Or you have more than you had back at home. Yeah. So what will be the reason now not to follow God? Mm-hmm. What will be the reason now not to tell people of what God has done for you? Yeah. Of what of where God has taken has brought you from. Yeah. What he has provided you this far. Exactly. Because mm-hmm. let me say, okay, they can say maybe I'm a Muslim or maybe I'm a I'm from a different uh, religion. Mm-hmm. But remember, the same same God you used to pray in that religion is the same same God that brought you here. Mm-hmm. The same same God that you used to cry for in the days of need when you were back at home mm-hmm. is the same same God that is waiting for you to do the same here when he has lifted you up. up. Yeah. Why is it that now mm. that the same God that you used to cry to mm-hmm. when you had nothing, he has lifted you up to now. Mm-hmm. You have no time for him. Yeah, you've abandoned you have abandoned him. You have now reasons for him. You have now reasons for him. Like, yeah. oh, I cannot do this because of this. Excuses. Yeah. Wow. And does society has a part to play in it, like the new society now? Does it have a part to play in the the reluctancy that people have today in like, I'm just lazy. I don't want to go. I would rather just stay home, hang out, grab a beer, chill with Let friends. me, uh, that's a good question. That's a very good question. I don't think the society has, mm. a, has a part to play. That is my own opinion. I don't mm. think the society has the part because mm-hmm. the Israelites, when they were being taken from Egypt to Canaan, uh, they were told, do not do what the other thing the other guys were doing. Yes. I remember my own mother. 
Mm-hmm. From the te- when, I, when I came here, he told me, mm-hmm. let me use the local language for this. Yeah. Yeah. Don't forget your God. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Why would I come to this place now mm-hmm. and start using, like start saying, the cultural difference mm-hmm. are making us uh, not to stand with God, not to look for God. Not to stand the right way. Yeah. It's like we are forgetting where we have come from. Absolutely. Now we are using reasons mm-hmm. to fall. And is it not uh, reasons to stand? Very true. Yeah. So now that we're using reasons to stand, not you, you, we are using reasons to fall rather than standing. Um, is that an aspect of? Um, lack of obedience to God. Like um, now we feel or we take God as like God is our friend. I mean, he He has provided for me what I needed. So what's the need for going back to him or worshiping him like I used to back home? Do you, yeah, feel, okay. do you feel like um, most people who go abroad are challenged religiously because they think God is their friend and they lack obedience to God? And is it wrong? to like look at God like a friend? Um, let me use this time. Yeah. You know, there's a time you can say someone that is like, we can, when there's a time we, we, we had this talk with you the other time that a uh, mm. guy was calling his father a friend, right? Right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I remember that one. Someone, like, when you... <laughs> When you call someone a friend, there's that aspect of not fearing that person, right? Yeah, there's an aspect of getting used to them. I mean, you could yeah, just be like... And mm-hmm. uh, if I have a short story about that, because yeah. Moses mm-hmm. was told by God, mm-hmm. go talk to that stone to give you water. Yeah. But Moses did not do that. He go, went and struck that stone. Yeah. And the water still came out, right? Yeah. But what, what was the word that God told Moses? Go, Go talk, talk to, to that the stone. stone. Yeah. And the stone will give you? Water. And that was the main reason why Moses never saw the, uh, the promised land. Mm-hmm. Lack of obedience. Mm-hmm. He now thought that uh, him, him and God mm-hmm. are like, ah, we are on the same level. Yeah. Right? There's not that part of fearing God as God, where as He is. Yeah, the Almighty. Yeah. So right now we have everything, mm-hmm. but you find us now seeing like God, we are on the same level. Mm-hmm. It's like I can say this: Kuzoya Mungu. Yeah. In Swahili, that means. You're used to God. You're used to God, yeah. Yeah. Like on a on a like a, on a friendly, like uh, you're, you're my boy. Not, not even no. on a friendly basis. Yeah. It's like you take something, you can't, you, he gives you something. You take it for when granted. It's over, yeah. You have you when you are you when you have uh, completed that thing, like when it's when everything is gone wrong. Mm-hmm. You didn't remember him when you were when you're up there, right? When now you're down here, now is the time you're coming back. Now mm-hmm. he blesses you again. When you have it, you go back to where you are. You forget mm-hmm. about God. Yeah. Understand? Mm-hmm. 
There's not that part of fearing God as as he, how he is, Mm -hmm. the almighty. Mm -hmm. Wow. So that's how I think we have no time to fear. I think people right now, they don't fear God. They just used to like, oh, the name God. Yeah. Even, you know, when we were kids, you couldn't write a God with a small G. Oh, no right? way. What? Oh, bro. Because there was that fear about God. Mm. There was just that fear. Always you ingrained in us from childhood. Yeah. <laughs> and that fear is what mm. God wants us to have it for him. Yeah. Because he says, well, the fear of God is this is the beginning of all knowledge and wisdom. So does that mean that, like, for example, we just use an example of how we used to write God's name with a G. If you ever found writing with a small G, it was like a huge disobedience of your life. So um, talk to us about um, cultural standards in, in regards to or in reference to religion. Okay, mm-hmm. cultural standards. Let me talk about this one. Yeah. Um, there's this uh, way that we used to do our things, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a way you used to do things back at home. Mm-hmm. There's a way you used to worship God back at home. Yeah. Right. Yeah. What makes what is now different that you can't do that right now here? I mean, the people have changed, first of all. The environment is totally different, second of all. <laughs> I mean, if you don't find your church for a Protestant, for example, <laughs> you're going to a Seventh-day church where the way of worship is different. Uh, if you're only left going to a Catholic church, then things are different. You know, these are all excuses and reasons. Let me say this. Right? Let me share Somebody this. else would say, oh, there are bills to be paid. The, I'll, I'll also <laughs> quote the Bible still. Mm-hmm. And uh, say this: mm. Daniel was taken away from his home and uh, as a prisoner. Let me use it this time: prisoner of war. Yeah, and was taken to Babylon, right? Mm-hmm. But his standards never changed. His culture never changed. He used to pray to God three times a day, even mm-hmm. when a law was introduced. Yeah, of. No one should pray to any God for 30 days. He still stood with God and prayed the three times a day he used to do. Nothing nothing changed. Mm-hmm. Not even his uh, status in life changed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You see that? Yeah. Now, we have come far. It's, we are like, let me say this, we are like uh, 15,000 miles away from home. Yeah. Right? Actually, 88,000. What? 88,000. If you're from from the West Coast all the way to home, it's like 88,000. So, Mm -hmm. you can just imagine Mm -hmm. the distance that is in between. Yeah. Yeah? Mm -hmm. But remember this. The same same God that you stood with him that time, the Mm -hmm. the standards that you had that time. Yeah. Are the time standards that are needed right here. Yeah. And let me tell you, and, they, and there's one thing that I've come to, I myself to attest and see that is mm. true. Yeah. The same same standards that I had back at home when mm. I got I got born again and say, and got saved. Mm-hmm. When I came here, 
whenever challenges have come, that, that does not mean challenges won't come to me. Yeah. But whenever challenges have come, I have seen him standing firm to me and fighting for me. Yeah. Not, not ever, whatever the culture you see here, yeah, they have their own culture, they have their own ways to do things. Right. But remember this, you have you also your own ways to do things. Do things, yeah. And they, and that cannot change. Very true. We things you can uh, time and season may change, mm-hmm. but our God will never change. He is still waiting for us. Yeah. And where does culture and tradition come into play? Because, I mean, we are in a new world totally different from what we are used to and it is hard maintaining these standards especially if you're in a neighborhood where for example people are not religious or the the church closest to you is like maybe 10 or 15 kilometers away you know mm-hmm. i mean culture and traditions how do you maintain those as well um, as fitting into your new there's no one tra- there's no one, uh, there's, there's, I think uh, there's may, there are many guys who hold their tradition as much as I, there's no one who holds their tradition as much as Africans, right? Very true. We oh, are, gosh. <laughs> we're so traditionalized. <laughs> we're so traditionalized. Things. We're, we're used to our ways so bad. Oh, my gosh. But there are, but there are some traditions that we have merged with our religion, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. That we have found that... Uh, they are worthy mm-hmm. and they are good. Yeah. And, the, and some cultures that we used to practice back at home mm-hmm. that have come to be swept away with our religion, right? Very true. Right here, there are some good cultures. I don't, that doesn't mean that there are bad cultures here. Mm-hmm. Are, there are some good cultures. Yeah. And we can incorporate them with our With religion. our own cultures and religions, yeah. Yeah. So, it's just you to, to like be, um, you open your eyes and, uh, and be very, very, let me say this. Mm-hmm. Lack of a better word, let me use this. Um, not open-minded, not, I can't use open-minded, but. Uh, Patient, obedient, persistent. Just be, uh, yeah. Uh, I lacked a, a good word there, but let me use, just let me say this. Mm-hmm. There's a standard we have. Yeah. Just don't let it down. Yeah. Or try to lower your standards just to fit in or the, be accepted. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. uh, you can lower your standards and then you lose God. And that mm-hmm. is, that is the end. And you also and lose maybe, the dignity I, in the I, process. I mean, let me let me say this without judging anyone. Yeah. Some of us may have low, we may have uh, lowered our standards, and that's how we fell down, and we lost our religion and our ways. Very true. And trying to come back is you end up judging yourself, not even others. You end up judging yourself real bad. Because I was just sharing a word with another friend of mine yesterday. Mm-hmm. And we were like, there's a time you used to do things, but then after the, doing that thing, 
you start asking yourself, why have I done that? Yeah. Regret. Why did I do that? Mm-hmm. Or self- is that in a person that is telling you this thing is wrong? Yeah. That thing is wrong. Self-scrutiny. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then again, you tend to find that you are fighting everyone. You're saying people hate me, people hate me. No. Mm-hmm. The other inner person is trying to, you are trying to fight your inner person. That the inner person is trying to tell you this is wrong. But the outer you thinks this is right. And you have to think like everyone hates you. Sad. Because when, uh, let me use this one. Let me use this story. Mm -hmm. When David, the king, had killed uh, Uriah's wife, Mm -hmm. he was the first one to judge himself when he was asked by Prophet Nathan Mm -hmm. about something, something. And he judged himself very harshly. Mm -hmm. So, we can do things like, uh, let's say like uh, me as a Christian, I end up uh, falling. That is, doesn't mean I won't fall in a way. Yeah. But I end up falling. And then I, t- I start, my inner person starts to judge me. Like, John, this is wrong. You're not supposed to do this. Mm-hmm. This is not the right way. Mm-hmm. Turn your ways. Instead of listening to my inner person, I tend to think like, oh, Everyone is like talking bad to me. I'm not supposed to do that. You see? Mm, yeah, you feel like you've been judged too much. <laughs> yeah. But then again, it's not everyone. It's just you judging yourself. You trying to, you are in a person trying to bring you on the right road that you used to be. Mm-hmm. You get me? I get you. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That is so enlightening, John. That's really, really enlightening. Yeah. And I hope that... Um, Everybody listening out there is, uh, you know, taking a point. I hope it is sinking in. I hope it's uh, making you reflect upon thyself. And I just want to follow up uh, with a final question, John. Um, What would you tell uh, the young people, especially, you know, age gap, you know, early 30s, late, late 30s, even 40s? I mean, in general, everybody who is moving from their home country not only Africa, but also Asia, Europe, into a society that is totally new to them. Like even the way of eating, the way of the society is different from home. What word do you have for people moving abroad? My main word to them is this. Yeah. Don't forget your God. Yeah. And let your standard that you have mm-hmm. Not go down just because you want to please other people right. or other people are saying different things to you. Mm-hmm. I've been fighting my life. So I've been fighting things in my life when I was young. Mm-hmm. Some people used to call me a certain name and I used mm-hmm. to feel very low. Yeah. But that did not change my standard of how I used to live or how I used to take myself. And right now, I am where I am because of the God that I served. Mm-hmm. I, usually, I usually tell my friends, uh, my fellow Christians, mm-hmm. that there's no bigger sinner than me because mm-hmm. I used to do very, very bad things. Mm-hmm. I have done very bad things in life. Yeah. But, when it, but God, remember, God remembered me and showed me mercy and changed my life. Yeah. So let me tell you this. Yeah. 
the same same God can remember you today and also change your life and give you a good life in this America that you have never even thought of. Yeah. And that is my advice to all. Wow. Thank you so much, John. Thank you so much for your wonderful wisdom. Thank you so much for sparing uh, this time to talk to us today. Ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to season uh, two, Alien Perspectives. And uh, John, any final words to our beautiful audience today? Yeah, I have a final word that I want a word to read this one. Oh, please. Something. please read, read something for us, John. We would love to hear that. First Chronicles, mm -hmm. chapter 28, verse mm -hmm. 9. Mm -hmm. As for you, my son Solomon, know the God of your father and serve him with a loyal heart, with a loyal mind. For the Lord searches all hearts and understands all the intent of the thoughts. If you seek him, he will be found by you. But if you forsake him, he will cast you away forever. That is my word, and it's a self-explanatory. Wow. David was telling his, his uh, son, Solomon, yes. before he died, because <laughs> Solomon was the one who was going to take the throne. Mm -hmm. Do not forget the God of your father. Yeah. Do not forget the God that brought you out of home up to this place. Mm -hmm. For if for if you serve him with a loyal heart and with a willing mind, you will find him. That is the one, last one I have for you guys. Wonderful. Wonderful, wonderful, John. Thank you so much again for your time today. Thank you for sharing the word today. And thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for sharing your perspective on this topic of religious challenges abroad. It's a huge deal that many people deal with um, uh, moving into a new culture, leaving home, and some people struggle holding on to the things that define who they are. But I hope today, ladies and gentlemen, you've had some enlightenment and I uh, hope that it has helped you become more patient and persistent and hold on to who you truly are and where you're from. And remember, don't forget your God. Ladies and gentlemen, I've been your host, Lawrence, and I will see you next week on our second episode on Alien Perspectives. 